this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. Good morning again. So my name is Billy, and I'm stepping up in this position to be pastor in training for this church. (laughs) You know, uh, you know me for a while. I like to be in the background. That's my personality, my character. But one of the testimony that, that the Lord is pushing me is to activate, activate the things that he has in me, and not only one time, but multiple times, so bear with me with, with, with the gift that he, he placed in me, and yes, let's go for a ride. All right, before that, we're just going to pray and invite again the Lord to kind of activate him in this space. Lord, we are thankful for the chance to just listen to to know and, and understand what you're doing in our body lord and i as as i speak let your word be in my mouth that understanding and wisdom and knowledge permeate this room lord that that your word again grow in the good soil so in jesus name i pray all right so I'm going to start with a story first, right? Uh, the theme for me is a little bit review of, of back what we were learning and going through. And not only that is, I think, focus. Focus, uh, the Lord placed in my heart to kind of focus on Him and other things. So let's start with the story. The story goes like this. I have a... Uh, I'm a middle child, so I have uh, two sisters, older and younger. The older sister gave a gift one time to my dad. And what happened was he, he gave a gift of a tumbler, a good tumbler, I don't know. And my profession is a trucker, and my dad is a trucker. So what, what happened is it's a, tr- a tumbler that fit at the console of the truck. So this is during the holidays and things like that. And what happened during, for some reason, is to stay in the, in the cabinet and my dad is not using it. So uh, because it's not used, I just think, oh, okay, I'm gonna use it for my, my own truck. Cause it's like, it's good and I need some cold water and things like that. Uh, she didn't know that she, uh, that my dad never used the tumbler and never used uh, it for his uh, stuff. So recently, she basically found out and then a little bit disappointed, a little bit um, like, why, you know? And then, you know, I give this gift to you, but you're not using it, right? Uh, it, my dad would just brush it off and then basically like, okay, it doesn't really be not a big deal. I just like a gift. But um, it 
kind of relate to the story with what we're going through. As a church, you guys have been learning the gift of the Lord, right? The prophecy, moving the gift. Pastor asked us, has it been activation in, in our life, right? And I believe as a church, most of us gonna go through more activation, and then the key is is willingness, willingness to willingness to yield, willingness to obey and hear God, and not only that, um, just be comfortable with, with with the gifting with us, right? In this in this body, it is rich with with the gift of the Lord. Okay, we have prophecy, we have worship, we have things, and today, this morning too, it's kind of a, what's it called? An example, like, why we stay in the worship so long, guys, uh, pastor, because the Lord is needed to be in this room, right? We want to experience the Lord for who He is, not only that, through and in, working in us. So, with that, I brought the story because I, it, it, he placed in my heart that oftentimes as, as, as people, we focus on the power and the gifting of the Lord, but forgot the giver. And with my story, my, my sister gave this gift. She wants, she has an expectation that's its use, but mostly it's about she take the time to to give this gift to my dad. Our Lord, our Lord, similar. Again, multiple gifting in each of us. The gift is gift, but focus is the giver. The things that we are in basically being equipped right now is for the kingdom and the benefit of the kingdom. And not only that, when we move in in the gifting is to represent who he is in our life so i'm this week couple of messages like meaning uh, uh scripture to focus on but i'm going to focus on second corinthians 10 7. 7 till the end second corinthians 10 Seven, verse seven. So, Rasaid, are gonna read for me. So, I have a friend. Please. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, it's unmute by at first. Starting at verse 7. The trouble with you is that you make your decisions on the basis of appearance. You must recognize that we belong to Christ just as much as those who proudly declare that they belong to Christ. Can you stop there for a bit? So, a lot of in the gifting, sometimes we look at other people's gift in this in this house on saturday no friday we heard a testimony that some of us see heavens and the thing is it could be 
it could be a, a crutch for like, oh my gosh, that person sees heaven or listen to angels or see angels, but it's just a gift of what our Lord can do. And not only that, it's, it's, it's a privilege, meaning like they can do it. And not only that, when you listen to it, okay, if you want it, Lord, I want it. I want to see, not only that, want to move in that area so that we not focus on people or compare one another looking from our appearance or what we see or what we sense. Can you continue? Verse 8. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord. But this authority is to build you up, not to tear you down. And I will not be put to shame by having my work among you destroyed. Okay. Thank you. The gifting again. All of us feel like, oh my gosh, the Lord is moving a lot. And sometimes all, the feeling of overwhelming is in the midst. Can I encourage you that the gift of the Lord is to build up, build you up, in instance, build the kingdom up, not to destroy. Because sometimes it's like, when we hear, again, the move of God in this space, is like, oh my gosh, so much, it's so intense, okay? But the fact that you are in this space, you're listening to our pastor and listening to the Lord, there is a calling and there is a purpose in you. And the the, the, the things that you hear is to stir us up, to stir the pot within us so that we activate, right? This is a season for activating, trusting, and, and moving without knowing, okay? Without knowing. Sometimes, me, personally, I like to know from beginning to the end. And the Lord kind of teach me not to do that because... That's not trust. That's not faith. That's not belief. Coming to this space, this this platform, I have to abandon my old mindset, die to old my mindset, and then embrace the Lord, even though I don't know what's going on moving forward other than scripture going forward. Right? In the end also, what I can say is I'm gonna boast in the Lord, which is the end of the scripture. Can you continue? Verse 9. Now this is not just an attempt to frighten you by my letters. For some say, don't worry about Paul. His letters are demanding and forceful. But in person, he is weak. And his speeches are really bad. Yeah. Again, sometimes we, we dismiss from what we sense, but we are trained now to see in the spiritual to sense in the spiritual and to know in the spiritual so when your flesh start expressing something that is out of line sh shut it down go in the spirit and see in the spirit can you continue verse 11 for one who say this must realize the one who will say this must realize that we will be just as demanding and forceful in person as we are in our letters. Oh, don't worry. 
I wouldn't dare say that I am as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other and measuring themselves by themselves. What foolishness. Okay, that's verse 10. Uh, 10. Can I read my, my, my English standard version? For they say his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak, and his speech of no account. Let such a person understand that we say by letter when absent, we do when present not what we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves one another, they are without understanding. Okay. There's a temptation for us to compare to pastor, to other leader, to other people who receive what the Lord given us, right? And in this case, Paul is scrutinized for being weak in present because they're some for some reason they don't believe what's the authority of Paul is the authority of the Lord. There will be people challenging your authority in your gifting, okay? And then it's not our job; it's not your job to start comparing the gift again. It's gifting from heaven; it's given to you. Right, but then you're looking at the performance of that gift, and I sh please encourage you not to look at that because the gift is what to build all of us, all of you, all of us in the Lord, in trusting Him, depending on Him. Not only that, to walk by faith, okay. And then if people start comparing, start talking about you and your gifting or who you represent leave them alone because sometimes it's like as if you entertain it yes it's going to get to you but in your maturing in Christ you're able to discern and not only that to shut down that voice say no this is this is heavenly gift this is I am activating my gift and and this is my way of or his way in me to just activate. So trust, trust in the Lord in, in that area. Right? And then and then the other thing um, that happened, the last part on the 13th uh, 12, is like they com they compare it with one another, right? And then oftentimes it's like, oh pastor so and so or evangelist or prophet so and so. We compare their gift, and which is, we should not do that. Because this is uniquely theirs. Gift, gift is theirs. If they activate like that, so be it. Our eyes is to the Lord. Because the Lord is the one that, again, who's the giver. Right? And and if they activate it wrongly, their gifting, that's between them and the Lord. We, as, as a believer, stay on our course to kind of like, Lord, you put me as an encourager, you put me as a pastor, you put me, whatever, fill in the blank that he raised you up or call you up to. So my encouragement is don't compare. So verse 13, please. 
but we will not boast of an authority we do not have. Our goal is to stay within the boundaries of God's plan for us, and this plan includes our working there with you. We are not going too far when we claim authority over you, for we were the first to travel all the way to you with the good news okay. of Christ. Thank you. Uh, I was going to focus on verse 13. So the Lord showed me, okay, Lord, can we boast, brag about you? And then the Lord showed me this verse. It's like, if we boast, this is the first boast, boast in the area of influence. For me, it's, we will, but we will not boast beyond limits, but we'll boast only with regard to the area of influence God assigned to us. Right. We're talking about gifting. You're learning about your gifting. You have an area of influence. Know and acknowledge that. We are equipped to reach, reach the people that the Lord assigned to us. And the, the, that assignment is that area of influence. Okay? Your, uh, today's word, sphere of influence or your circle of influence. Circle friends, circle of thoughts. Those that's right now in within your group, bring it to the Lord. Lord, they are in my group right now. What do I do with this? How can I activate the gift inside of me so that your kingdom be magnified, that your kingdom is there to be established in their life? So both in the area of influence and all of that, it, it has that uh, impression that we, as we activate, we will get greater influence, right? Because then I, I believe two weeks, three weeks ago, we were talking about the talents, the servants' talents. The five got five, the two got two, the one buried it, and then they got nothing, right? The, that one is given to the five. And the Lord say, the, with, um, with more and more we give. And can you, somebody find that, the scripture again, the, the talents? And with, with our area of influence, if we diligent in the things, in the sphere of our influence, our influence will be greater and greater. But go to the count. I think it's uh, Matthew or Matthew. Just uh, sure. Just read the quick, quickly. Uh, read. Reading Matthew chapter twenty-five, verses fourteen through thirty. For it will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, and to another one to each according to his ability. Then he went away, and he who had received the five talents went, out, went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also, he who had the two talents made two talents more. But, we, but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents 
came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gathered where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast that worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So on the verse 29 is the things and an activation of our gifting, right? So as you can see, when we activate the gift, the responsibility and and influence and all those stuff is going to be also be added unto us uh oh sorry back to second corinthians 10 10 13 to right now it's 15 can you read 15? yes second corinthians chapter 10 verse 15 nor do we claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow. Okay. Oh, Pastor wants to say something. In partnership with Billy, <laughs> Holy Spirit said to me, can I take you guys back to the top of that message? Because I need to get you guys to get something in order to get Billy to the place where he's going to bring you into a place of surrender. Yeah. So if I can take you back to the beginning of that message, so take me all the way up to the top. Second Corinthians. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in looking at this, can somebody read what Paul is saying right here? Now, I, Paul, appear, appeal to you with gentleness and kindness of Christ. Though I realize you think I am timid in person, and bold only when I write from afar, from far away. So he's literally saying, hey, I know you guys are looking at me, and you're thinking that what I'm sharing with you maybe from a point whereby you don't feel like I'm strong enough, okay? Because many of us are in that place where we don't feel like we're strong enough. 
we don't not only feel like we're strong enough, we feel like the words in which God uh, gives us is less than many of the other people we're looking at. Okay? And I would use myself. You know, how Billy teaches is not how I teach. Okay? But that doesn't mean that he is less. He still comes in the boldness and in, yes. in, in the strength of the Lord. And a lot of times when we don't see that boldness and we don't see the strength according to what we make it out to be, get it? What we make it out to be. Uh, we tend to look at the individual as one that's not ready and prepared. We tend to look at ourselves, let's put it back on ourselves, as if we're not ready and prepared. Hopefully you guys get what the Lord is saying here. We focus on others and we don't look like look at the person as if they're ready and prepared. But, but uh, Paul is literally saying in this particular plan, you know, I appeal to you with gentleness and kindness of Christ. Okay? Though I, so, and he's literally saying, I know how you're seeing me. Do you get it? I know how you're seeing me. But a lot of times when we see people in that place, we're seeing ourselves. Flip it. I know how I feel about me. So let's take it a little bit further because I want to make sure you guys see something. Then I'll throw it back over where it needs to go. Well, I am begging you now so that when I come, I won't have to be bold with those who think we act from human motives. So he's saying, in the gentle and kindness of the spirit, I'm pleading to you. In the gentleness and kindness of Christ, I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get you to hear me. And, and, and I want to make sure that you guys hear what the Spirit is saying. He says, in that gentleness and kindness, I'm trying to get you to come on in. I'm trying to get you to get past you. I'm trying to get you to get into the place where the Lord is. Earlier I said to you guys that God was seated and standing at the door waiting to come in. And then one said, oh my, he came in and they began to describe, she began to describe his garment. And it was glittering with gold. Okay? White garment glittering with gold. And some of us still don't see that God's presence is within us. And it's shining and it's glittering with gold. But we're still looking like he's on the outside. Hear me? He's on the outside. He can't use me. He's on the outside because I got stuff going on on the inside of me. Let's get past the stuff we're carrying and really get into that place where boldness exists. It doesn't matter where you've been is where he's at with you. Doesn't matter where you've been is where he's at with you. Okay, so let's walk me a little bit further so I can pull it back. Can I add in that one? That's why importance of worship in this space that as we worship God, that worship takes that burden, that things that, that we carry outside and there. And then yes, there is five. And so then you go to three and what does three say? We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We're human. I'm making sure that you guys get this. I gotta stand. Oh my God. He 
literally says to me, we're human, but we don't wage war. From a human perspective, and many of you guys are, are in that place where you're not raging war because you're tr you, you don't know how to fight. Okay, we fight from a spiritual perspective. And what are we fighting? The things that are holding us in this place. Yeah. It would be sitting here looking at Lance and having a conversation with Lance last week. It's really saying, hey, you gotta get out of your own way. And how do you wage war with that? The stuff that's speaking to you, you got to speak back and say, I am not what you're saying I am. That's why you're raging more with what's raging at you. Because you can't stay in that place and constantly thinking God gonna pull you out when he's giving you the weapons to pull yourself out. Yes, uh, added to that, where in as a baby Christians, or if you're new believing in Christians, he will fight for us. But as we grow in communion in God, there's things that he wants us to fight for ourselves, and the, the weapon is not physical, it's spiritual weapon. But my worldly weapons, you guys get it, right? Your worldly weapons look like what? Okay? Tantrum. <laughs> yeah, if, if God is not doing this for me, I'm gonna walk exactly. out. I, I, I know you guys laugh because my, my worldly weapons I look at my youngest daughter and her worldly weapons, everything that she contends with, let's put tears on it. Okay? Let's put tears on it because if you see me crying, you're going to do something different. Let's put tears on it. Okay? And, and after a while, when you see somebody crying all the time, you're like, oh, there they go, there the tears. And you're not even going to what? Deal with what they're dealing. So you're overlooked. And some of the places where you guys have put forth your weapons, you are now being overlooked because the enemy has you in that place. Get it? He has you in that place and he said, they ain't going nowhere because they don't work war against themselves. And so he don't have to come after you because you done gave up. Yeah. He don't have to fight you because you done Powered out. Get it? And so Paul is coming in gentleness, but he's very bold. And he said, I'm trying to speak to you with the kindest tone. Because some of you, even in your weapons, oh no, oh no, you you said that to me too difficult. Because some of you guys got that, okay, stuff going on. Oh, 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 don't call me out. Okay? Don't call me out because. Uh, you hurt my feelings. Your feelings were hurt before you came into Christ. Take it to the Lord. And 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 in the Lord too. Again, He is gentle with all of us. The, focus on the love. Please, please focus on His love. Because the love heals. The love, the love restores. The love redeems. All right. So that hurt can be taken care of in His love. But you gotta read four. Listen to what four says. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. Don't, don't you get it? He's literally said, you 
guys laugh because even in that fight that my daughter had last week, I said, she was like, da 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 and then threw tears at me. And then I said, read your word. You ain't got nothing in you to fight what's fighting you. And so if you ain't reading your word, there ain't nothing in you to fight you. And so you cower to the words that you're hearing. And many of us are in that place. We cower to these words. How long are you going to listen to you're stupid and you're not? God says I use the simple things to compound the wise. That means you ain't dumb. But yet you are taking on that as if you are. But I love he said what? Read that one more time. We use God's mighty weapons not worldly weapons to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. And, and what does human reasoning look like? Oh, Anybody have an why, example? This is why this is happening. Oh, I know this is, this is happening in my life because oh, I did this yesterday and I messed up and I made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, this is happening because this person said this ugly thing to me and now my day is messed up. Well, this is happening because it's always that this is happening because of this. Justification translation from that. But there's another form of human reasoning. It's, it's your intelligence. Okay? Because sometimes your intelligence, say that louder. So your intelligence causes you to overthink, to overanalyze it, and, and you still be in that place where you're stuck. Because when you're analyzing it with your intelligence, your intelligence says, this should not be happening to me. Or better yet, what do you say? She's literally saying, why? I don't deserve this. But yet, we cause it. And when we cause it, we think we deserve everything that's going on. Okay, so let's go to five. What does five say? We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. Wait a minute. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps the, uh, who from knowing God? People. So if you're doing it for people, why can't you do it for you? Get it? You're doing it for people, why can't you do it for you? Because you're standing in that place where you're quick to tell somebody what's right, right? But you ain't quick to have that same reflex when it comes to your own life. Okay? Then what it say? We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So we capture the rebellious thoughts. Because we say, wait a minute. I, I love how Alana does that to me. Wait a minute. Last week I said something about something about something. I thought what I said. But she immediately captured my thought. And I said, whoa. Okay? And she made me speak differently concerning it. Okay? And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to capture that thought. And then we're supposed to use what? Our spiritual words towards the situation. Okay? Then what does it, else does it say? And after you have become fully obedient. So, so, so when I capture it, then I'm in obedience.
obedience to God, Christ. Because when I say his words regarding the situation, I then have to recognize I'm saying his words. And now I'm in obedience. And so I'm supposed to keep walking in obedience. But we have hiccups. And we, like she, she made me think. And then I was like, oh. I was supposed to continue to move forward in obedience. But my flesh said, but. You know how we have a but? And the Holy Spirit is trying to get us out of that but mentality and get into that victory mentality. Keep going. We will punish everyone who remains disobedient. So, so, so we're punishing things that remains disobedient. And so I'll be sitting back like, wait a minute, how do I punish something that's disobedient? Say it, say it louder, you guys. Don't give it authority. Making it obey Christ. Okay. Making it obey Christ. You have the ability to make it obey Christ when it comes to you. Okay. So, so we're in that place to say, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm going to obey Christ first. And in that place where I choose to obey Christ, everything got to fall. Okay? When I choose to take my stand, okay, I can't say uh-uh and don't obey. So that's what he's literally saying to you. Okay? And, and the stuff that's constantly speaking, it's like uh, I had a conversation with Sentiment on the way here and she asked me the simple question. She said, based on, well, better yet, let her ask the question. Based on the messages that were going forward, how often do you check to see if the people are applying what's being given and where are the examples of the word flowing in you? She said, that message last week was powerful, but where's the examples that they activated what was shared with them? And she said, uh, I'm still moved by what Shannon said. Which makes it probably Shannon's like, oh my God, please, please, keep probably in that place. But I'm saying, oh my Lord, continue to flow through her. Yes. Because in that place, submission is there. But then we had another conversation which was so powerful and so great with sentiment. And she said, you guys are old. <laughs> you guys got that, right? Yes. Shannon is young and new. She hasn't gotten beaten by the whole, by, by, by the enemy. And, and she's flowing because she hasn't got her first hit by the enemy. That, that's not, and, for and that's not true. Do you understand? You get hit, you get back up. Yes. You ain't dead yet. Yes. You get hit, you get back up. And so when she said that to me, she said, I love fresh grandma because it's so pure. We serve that same thing, you guys. Yeah. But the whole point, you got to get up if you get hit. And, and, and another thing is, is like we, we, the feeling and the sentiment of what you just said to Kia and some of people experience, the senior citizen, we... We don't destroy the enemy, we destroy ourselves. Yeah. Wow. Instead of building ourselves up in the gift and the love of the Lord, 
okay? The weapons of the Lord, because again, we are being equipped to recognize, re, re, how you call it? Re, yeah, recognize our weapons right now, you know, our, our tool belt, tool belts. So, so, right now, confess that, Lord, repent, I repent for feeling like this, for feeling that your weapon or your gifting is a burden, okay? Repent right now in Jesus' name because that's not supposed to be. It's supposed to build us up and destroy the enemy, okay? Now, again, don't turn it against us. Turn it against enemy in Jesus' name. I, I, I love, I love another thing. The Holy Spirit talks to me about waging war. As a little kid, I had, what, seven siblings. Seven siblings. And we fought all the time. All the time. And for me, I didn't fight the younger ones under me because I, you know, they had to submit under me. You know, that's the way our household ran. So the oldest was the controller and it went all the way down so i was in you know fourth position so i had fourth rights okay and as the person in fourth position everything under me bowed down to me okay as little kids and anytime the little kids in the household under me would not submit to me i would beat them okay that i was just the older sister that beat them Okay, and I know it sounds bad, but I beat them. But I wasn't the little kid that worried about the little ones. I wanted the rights of the older ones. Do you guys get it? They had TV control. Okay, they ran what we ate. Okay, my mom would say, what do you eat? What do you guys want to eat? They're the one that called out, okay? So I wanted the senior rights. Do you get what I'm saying? And so I would rage war with the seniors all the time because I wanted their authority, get it? And because I wanted their authority, I would have to knock them out of position to get authority. How did I go about doing it? Sometimes I fought, but sometimes I used the craziest tactic. Tell on them of what they're doing. Do you get it? Set them up, tell on them, and take their authority. Okay? Because once they got into punishment, then I can rule and reign. TV's mine. Everything I desire, I can make the decisions. In that place, all I did was to become one who really, really looked at the plans and found a strategic way of addressing the situation. But then, as I became strong in Christ, I recognized I didn't have to manipulate the game. And so what God is basically trying to get you guys to understand, strategically, you already have the authority. You don't have to manipulate nothing. You already have what's needed. It is so important that you get in alignment and stop looking at others. Because the key here is we don't move out because of others. And I'm going to be real. You're going to get hit whether you want to or not. In and out of Christ, you're going to get hit. Learn to get hit and keep moving. But then eventually, as you mature, you learn to dodge punches. Yes. Get it? You learn to dodge 
Hunch, touch, hunch. Say that louder. Yes, stand up in authority. Let's go further. Verse 7. Look at the obvious facts. Those who say they belong to Christ must recognize that we belong to Christ as much as they do. too much about the authority given to us by the Lord but our authority builds you up it doesn't tear you down did you get that Amen. he's saying our authority so anything that's tearing you down is not part of the authority mm. anything that calls you to stay in the same place is not the authority so that's what you're supposed to be raging war against don't you get it the things that's tearing you down the things that's causing you to fall short that's what you're raising authority against. If there's sickness, then you raise authority. Use your authority against it. By his stripes, I'm healed. I'm moving in my authority. But even as I'm saying it, I'm believing it. I'm not just saying it and not using the power within me to speak forth. And can, can I stop in this? In, in this one, the mighty weapon of God can you go back to verse 5? I, I just want to establish, remember the cross, guys. The cross is the mighty weapon of the Lord. And in this moment, to what pastor is going through, you all are new creatures. At the cross, Jesus take us with him. We are a new race. We are a new creature. So right now, you are all new. You are without nothing. The past you is dying. At Jesus the sin the, 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 the craving the, the things that that warring within us knowing that he died for us that's that's a weapon knowing that you are now new you can be who you are according to what God called you that's 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 where we are right now we're establishing ourselves. so no more be fearful be afraid of things because again blind canvas all of us are blank canvas. Some of us is already in season, but again, it's blank canvas regardless. It's, it's like, I heard the message last week, and I'm a word prophet. As most of you guys know, I get words. And a lot of times I get words, I even hear words of how to effectively fight. He says to me, don't come in agreement with that. He says, stop allowing yourself to be moved by everything around you. And I always hear, trust me. And I always question the word, why you keep telling me to trust you? The main reason why I hear that is because I'm not. Because my actions are showing different than what I'm doing for him. I'm not trusting. Because if I'm second guessing everything behind the scene, but yet I'm not readily speaking, he sees that. Let's take it a little bit further and then I believe I can push him where 
I need to go back up. Uh, up, 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 I mean down. Oh, okay. Down, down. Where are we going? Where are we going? Right, right here. Eight. Eight. So I will not be ashamed of using my authority. And so we can't be ashamed of using our authority. And sometimes when I use my authority, I look like the fool of fools. I talk to myself out loud. I rage war with things around me. And when I say I talk to the Lord, I, I, I hear a bad word or something cussing me out. Hear me? I say, uh-uh, you're not going through my vessel like that. Okay? And I'm going to declare it out loud. Okay? And I know you may be looking at me thinking I'm crazy, but I'm going to declare it out loud. Because he made a bold move, I'm going to make a bold move. And in that bold move, I'm saying, not in this vessel. I'm standing for Jesus. We got to get used to being uncomfortable. And we got to be used to being, how would we say? Y'all call it, uh, what does the world call it? Weirdos. Okay, but God calls it what? Righteous. Set on fire. Come on. Anointed. Come on. Exactly. Okay. But that's that's who I am. But if if I'm operating from that weak point, like, oh my God. Something's speaking to me and I ain't dealing with it. Shame on you. Keep going for this. Okay. I am not trying to frighten you by my letters. For some say, Paul's letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he is weak and his speeches are worthless. Those people should realize that our actions when we arrive in person will be as forceful as what we say in our letters from far away. What he literally saying is I am backing down. You can have your opinions, but your opinions will not stand in me. And so what you're saying to the enemy, you can have your opinions, but your opinions will not stand up in me. That's what you're saying. Oh, don't worry. We wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. Did you get that? He's literally saying these men who's speaking to them in this assembly are comparing themselves with one another. And he said they are what? Ignorant. But then he says because their measure of comparison is based on what they see in the room. And sometimes you're comparing yourself and you're measuring what's on the inside of you, which God told you not to do. And so you're limited. Did. And what was that one? The last part of it? No, how did it say? The standard? No, no, the last part. How are you? Okay, because if you're looking according to that, how what? Are you? If you're basing it on 
that you see work and operate in Christ. How what? Amen. Are you? Because God uses each one of us differently. And ignorant is lacking knowledge or awareness in general. Uneducated, unsophisticated. Okay, so if you're thinking that, ah, she's the only one can do that, shame on you. Well, Pastor, you're called to do this. And so are you. <laughs> so we are. <laughs> and so are you. And if you take that stand, you're ignorant. Yes. And, and, and in this time, to also a chance to repent for thinking like this. Because this is not what the Lord wants us to do, to compare ourselves with one another, compare ourselves with Pastor. Because sometimes we see her as a standard that we have to know our standards to the Lord. The Lord is the one establishing again. Us once again, He is the standard, not, not one another. 13. Look at, look at 13, you guys. This is what all of us get caught up in. Yeah. We will not boast about things done outside our area of authority. We will boast. Wait, 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 wait. We don't boast. We boast outside of our areas of authority. Know why? Because we're so caught up in what somebody else has done. Yes. So we boast on the things that others are doing, which in, it hinders us from doing what we're supposed to do. Oh, did you see what that person did? There would have been many times I would take people with me to go and talk to people, and they just stand there and watch me. And then I'm like, I brought you as help. And they're standing watching me. I brought you because I knew what was on the inside of you. And then they would go back and boast about what, what doing. <laughs> the Lord was doing to me when I was looking for support. Yes. And then I was sitting back like, okay, Lord, what happened here? And then I said, I ain't taking that one no more. I ain't taking that one. Because they missed the opportunity. And all they had to do was say, okay, Lord, what do you need me to do? Okay? But then it goes on to say, wait a minute. We will not boast about things done outside of our authority. All of us have been given a portion of authority, and we need to operate in our authority. Not in somebody else's authority. Yeah, you get out of here in the name of Paul. You say that. You get out of here in the name of something. That's why some of these spirits are still with you because you you trying to operate in somebody else's authority. Oh, you get out of here in this. Oh. Lord said, if you don't even obey yourself, what makes you think you others are going to obey you? You don't even obey the stuff. I'm going to get up in the morning and pray. You don't even obey that. So what makes, when you say something like that, something else is going to obey you? Please, hear what he's saying. Move forward. We will boast only about what has happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us. Oh, if you don't have no work, you don't have no boasting. So if you are not doing anything, there's nothing to boast about. I got a word this morning. What you do with it? God gave me a word. And that's where the extent of your boasting. 
because you didn't activate it. Keep going. Which includes our working with you. We are not reaching beyond these boundaries when we claim authority over you as if we had never visited you. For we were the first to travel all the way to Corinth with the good news of Christ. Nor do we boast and claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow so that the boundaries of our work among you will be extended. Did you get that? He's saying that the boundaries, so what he's saying, I'm hoping that what you've seen us do, that you will go and do greater. Yes. And in that place you're gonna go and do greater, I hope that the boundaries of our work will continue to prevail as a result of what's on the inside of you. I'm going to 16 and then I'm passing it back. Mm -hmm. Then we will be able to go and preach the good news in other places far beyond you, where no one else is working then there will be no question of our boasting about the work done in someone else's territory. So, so he's literally saying, I can't get to the place that I'm supposed to go because you guys are not doing what you're supposed to do. Did you get that? He's literally saying to you, you ain't doing it. He says, what? Hope that your faith will grow you so that the boundaries of our work among you will be extended. So he's hoping and he's pleading that your faith will grow. Why was it so important that uh, Cinnamon get up and confirm what was spoken by Shannon? So her Shannon, so her faith can grow, so that she can say, "Oh my God, that was God." Not only was it God, but oh my God, it rocked that woman. Now, Cinnamon has to now, in return, take that word of faith and apply it. Now, if Cinnamon doesn't apply the word, Shannon looks back and says, well, if it was supposed to be so good, why? This is how many of us stumble. Yeah. Because sometimes we hand out words and we're looking for somebody else to stand up in it. Mm -hmm. That's not your job. Your job is just to give out the message. Yeah. And then God will do the rest. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the messages that we give out causes that person to be entangled. Yeah. And that means they're dealing with what's going on on the inside. So are you not dealing with that message? And sometimes, <laughs> what did you say to me that happened? You had to go to sleep on it? <laughs> it was so life-changing and She's one of them people like when she gets something that really hits her, don't talk to her. <laughs> don't talk to her for days because she's marinating on it. And even if you come in the room and try to have a conversation, she ain't going to talk to you. She has to bury herself. I think it was like Daniel, uh, one of the disciples we heard last week, went to sleep on it because they had to sleep because it, it really rocked them. And sometimes word really rock people. And... A lot of times we're in that place where we're looking for immediate performance. It takes some people some time. Doesn't mean that what you heard God saying through you is not correct. And this is where some of you guys are sitting because you thought the word wasn't correct. 
God is the one that gives the word and he knows how to make that word come forward in the individual, okay? His word does not fail. It's still active, even when we don't think it's active. Amen. Back to you. Yes. In, in, in all in all, is for the faith, our faith to grow in God, right? The things that we're, we're, we're experiencing. Can go back number 15 again? Nor do we boast and claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow so that the boundaries of our work among you will be extended. So the, the good thing about our God is when we do our part in, in doing our part is helping other people do their part. So that's why we need one another. That, that's why pastor need us to do our part, to activate, start activating. Because again, this is a season for activation. Don't talk to them. Talk to him. Because what? if you talk to him, they'll get it. Oh, okay. Talk to him because you're one-on-one. -on -one. You do better with one-on-one. -on -one. Talk to him. <laughs> you gotta look at him and talk to him. Yeah. So talk no, to I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pushing myself uncomfortable. Okay. I understand. Talk to him. Yeah. So. Because you have much more to say if you talk to him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> talk to him. Don't talk to us. Which is basically saying pretend like you're talking to me. I understand. Yes, I understand. But you I gotta look at him so he can. I understand. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, earlier you brought up a point about um, a law. In, in this time, but to me, like in my doing things, I don't see it as a law, but it's see it with the, again the Lord in in mind. Because this season too, I'm believing that our church as a body, we are kind of like removing pastor as a crutch for us that we. All of us look to the Lord for what to do. You know, this church is one and kind of like very unique church that that is I never seen it like others. And all of us cannot sit still. <laughs> we're sitting still. We're sitting still. Moral. It's just gonna be. I don't know how to say it. It's 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 it's. It's not, it's not your, your home because it will make you move to kind of like, hey, this is, this is what the Lord is doing as a body. <sighs> now you're making me a nervous pastor, but sorry. <laughs> um, and go to 16 and then 17, that's where my uh, thing. Then we will be able to go and preach the good news in other places far beyond you, where no one else is working. Then there will be no question of our boasting about work done in someone else's territory. Uh, yeah, stay here, and just one note on this area is that the Lord is not wanting us to just stay in one place. There's new territory, new, new elevation that he wants us to occupy, to go through. 
So we have been in this season for a while as a church, but you see the Lord is steering, steering all of us, right? Steering all of us to do something, to do not resisting God, the calling of God, what He's doing in all of us. So in Jesus' name I say, activate. So when you go number 17, this is where I'm going to end. As the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. So this is the second time that if you want to boast, boast in the Lord, not in the works that we're doing. Well, in the works that we're doing, yes, but in the Lord. And my focus is the gift, gift in you, gift in you, gift in you is for the Lord and to the Lord. And then, and I want to just shift the focus, some of the focus. It's kind of like, sorry, I'm not saying it's wrong to have that focus, but overall, in all in all, God is the ultimate. The gifting is, is kind of in harmony to, to work together for the kingdom. And then, can you go to Jeremiah 29? Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 23 and 24. So, kind of had to say this too. Um, I would say it's as easy as standing in the authority as I don't know, like the last time you had a nightmare. I hate nightmares because I can't sleep. Um, last time I had a nightmare, just any of the smallest thing before I started of like learning how to stand in the authority of Christ. And so sometimes. I would have a nightmare about zombies. Zombies absolutely hate them. Um, in my zombie dreams, I would wake up thinking that I can get over it and then just go right back to sleep, but I'm still in there, still living in the dream, still like trying to get out. But then also like just sitting here, it's just in the authority of that we have is as simple as just saying, in Jesus' name, you are not taking my best or taking my sleep. That's taking back the authority. That's standing in the boasting of like, this is my authority. This is my right. And then I go right back to sleep. I'm back into a, like a peaceful area. And so that's the simplest thing is if you could just take all of your authority, all of your might, all of your blessings, everything, all the works of Christ and what you have is just standing in that simplest thing in Jesus, Christ, in Jesus name. He died upon our sins. It's just the simplest thing, just Jesus. And even then, all the enemy knows how to just, all right, I got to back off. Like, I can't do this. This is my assignment. It's been canceled. She can go back to sleep. I have no authority because she has been birthed. She has been blessed. She has been baptized inside the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 9, Jeremiah 23 9, and 24, which is, it's written in the Old Testament. Okay. This is what the Lord says. Don't let the wise boast in their wisdom, or the powerful boast in their power, or the rich boast in their riches. But those who wish to boast should boast in this alone that they truly know me and understand 
that I am the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings justice and righteousness to the earth, and that I delight in these things. I, the Lord, have spoken. Um, huh? I'm sorry? Oh, sorry. That's good. So, so part of boasting, right? So we are, as a church, going again, we're going through some activation. There will be a manifestation of the gifting inside of you, and I'm my my uh, area of of uh, standing is in the area of encouragement. So I'm encouraging all of us to stand in the activation, or actually first activate. Believe that right now is being activated, being stirred up. Okay. Not only that, stop resisting. The, what the Lord is doing and and then as you start start moving in him not to be afraid of making mistakes right because part of it is making mistakes can can paralyze us can kind of occupy our moment but it's not about making mistakes it's about building the kingdom go ahead so my question was really, how do you activate your spirit? How do you activate the works? How do you activate like? Uh, part, part, part of the activation is first is show up, right? Show up to the calling that you are on. Like for you, calling, what, what is your calling? I'm a prophetess. There you go. Show up as receive. For, show up as in receive the the. the, the She's trying to give me. I'm also a teacher in which yeah. <laughs> this is the part where I keep being interrupting you. I don't mind it. Uh -huh. And so in that teacher moment is where I guess I'm like looking at all of you and I was like even asking the question to her earlier. I was just like, well, where are the examples? And I don't know if like you guys remember like back in elementary school, you have the teacher asking like, okay, so what does this look like? And I feel like I, I guess that's where I'm activating it now, where I'm like, let's break it down. Like, what does activation look like? What are the examples? What what have you done? For, show us. For, for me, being in this in this in this platform is part of my activation because I'm run away a lot of the time, run away talking to people in general, and a lot of the things is I measure again with your mom standard, as in like I don't operate as your mom. But sometimes the enemy brings that that thoughts that okay, am I gonna be okay standing in this in this platform? And not only that, how can I carry another person? I, I another hint I told you I'm a person who wants to know from beginning, middle, and end. And and during in this moment, I don't know what what's going on, and it freaked me out, make me nervous, make me anxiety. I didn't know that your mom might not interrupt slash partner with me, but I'm gonna choose to, regardless the the what's going on, I'm gonna choose the Lord to kind of Lord. I see what you're what you're speaking because when the Lord kind of hinted to me, you're gonna go through the whole book of Corinthians uh, ten, Second Corinthians ten, because there is some meat, but I was my, more focused on the gonna delineate or tangent the message that I have because my focus is making you guys or making us see the, the Lord in us. It's, it's the giver, not, not just the gift, but the giver. Because that, that's a foundational. The gift is, is operational that you can do it, but if you don't have the relationship with the giver, you're gonna get 
sidewind or blindsided with things. Yes, Brian. Or cinnamon, you have more. Just to add on to what Billy's saying, uh, the Lord was showing me, um, remember King Arthur and his knights, right? So whenever King Arthur would bring someone into his court or bring a knight in, he would knight them. Um, and so another issue or the, another uh, part of the activation is really just coming into agreement. When he speaks it into you and you say, I agree with this, yes, this is who I am, boom, something opens up. And it'll happen in your imagination too as far as, because that's what the Lord uses a lot of times, especially with a seer or a prophet. But you'll start to, to see the opening happen. Whenever I, I neglected the fact that I was a pastor for a very long time. <laughs> there you go. Activated now. <laughs> um, and mainly because that's how I, I saw being a pastor means I had to stay in four walls. And that's where I was going to operate. But that doesn't mean you operate in just a four-wall area. The little, and pastor helped me with this, yes. Pastor Kathy. And once I accepted the fact that that's who I am, that's part of who I am in my office as a pastor, man, things just opened up. It was like a completely new world opened up. And then all of a sudden, things started to operate. The Holy Spirit started using me differently because I was just okay with it. I didn't know everything. Yeah. But he actually started to speak to me, Rama, speak to me on some of the things that a pastor does or, or in that office and how they operate. And really, it's just agreement and just being open to what Holy Spirit brings. So. And additionally, when you start uh, accept that part, there will be some resistance within you, Cinnamon, resistance within us. But this, but, 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 that's the human reasoning and in and, and verse 5 that coming forth. The thing is, the Lord spoke it, right? Why he would spoke something that is kind of like a lie sometimes a human thing we believe like oh oh you're good but then you kind of hype 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 but then they are not like that the lord is not like that the lord word is 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 definite it will not fall to the ground he called each one of you something there is a purpose in in each one of us the resistance is from the enemy call it what it is war against that for me I have to come in here. The resistance is again. What if why? What if they reject my message? Shut it down. Meaning I have to fight against that. I cannot stay. Believe that. If I fail here, so be it. But I'm gonna try again and keep activating because because my job is that I will not know until I'm in this platform and then and then part of it is just the the formation is. Formation by fire, <laughs> which is just fire. Right? Yeah, by fire. So, so I will not know until I go through the fire, right? Go ahead, go ahead. So, just to uh, wow, I'll be brief, but I'm gonna be long. So, digressing. Contradiction, so, Paul. So, digressing back uh, to Bible study, and then to to trail on. The topic at hand, um, uh, when we receive the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and we sustain that, mm -hmm. and I translate it like every time I hear the word, I'm being nourished. Mm -hmm. And I know early on, uh, the pastor was probing me to 
speak up and initiate service, worship service. And I was hesitant, but mm -hmm. then that's my infant, uh, infant state in the word. But um, going back to Bible study and to trail on today, I think that's Ephesians 1, 14, um, and I'll paraphrase it, uh, to where making it the Holy Spirit within us gives us um, Father God's guarantee that we will Can you put them? Yes. It's, it's, it assures us that Father God's guarantee to us that he will raise our eternal life. And, and, and that resonated with me from Friday night Bible study. Yeah. And I, I didn't get it fully. I understood it, but I didn't get it. And, and it's like each level of growth that I uh -huh. uh, accomplish, it just brings me more into fruition of the work. Okay. And I just wanted to share that as far as the Holy okay. Spirit resonating in the growth. I can speak on what pastor said to you a little bit because in me, pastor approached me with a topic of message, right? But then, I will go through that topic after this, but he called you Martha. And then right now it's like, how do I rec reconcile that to be Mary, right? Our job, first first of all, Paul, bring it to the Lord. Lord, you call me Martha. What is this about me? Reveal that to me. Reveal to me. No, no, no. Reveal that to me, Who? why you say that, right? And then, why you want me to be a Mary and what is the expectation because you have an expectation of what to do here are your expectation is God okay when you come over here just to rely on God last I come to here to I'm gonna depend on the Lord and that's your lifeline not pastor because sometimes we see pastor as the lifeline to kind of like oh save me pastor but then that, that's a comfort zone our pastor become a comfort zone to kind of save me. My job is depend on the Lord so that I can activate him. Because Absolutely. I mean, it, it's a matter of trusting your faith mm -hmm. and, and what, the, what the Holy Spirit does and, and, and how you, as far as myself, my growth, but I have to activate yeah. your word onto the Holy Spirit and call on the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Not what the pastor is yeah. another poking thing, me to, to step up. Another step up. thing to me to also is to see a lot. Ask the Lord to see the kingdom for what, why you're doing this. Me, I don't know what me standing here, I'm activating my own the, uh, gift that the Lord given me. And for me, it's like, Lord, you put me this gift. There's something, there's purpose. I'm gonna walk in that. Well, should I talk to Brandon about the time? <laughs> um, so, with the, oh, Shannon, yes. Can you? Uh, so I guess I'm gonna rely off the encouragement of Billy and Paul and Cinnamon doing their thing. So for the last week, I've been having this recurring vision of the church 
And what I see is this, oh, it's like this elaborate interlocking gold bronze. It's like this, it's a lock. And all these pieces, they, they clasp onto each other. And at first when I was looking at it, I mean, I've been seeing this thing over and over and over again. And at first I thought, oh, it's just, maybe it's just each of us and we're supposed to like interlock together and it's just this lock. Um, but then as I kept delving into it, like I see it is that when each of us clasp onto each other, this, this lock turns into a key and it, and it moves and it, it slowly, slowly rotates clockwise around and around. And then all of a sudden there's this, this bright light that just shines through it. And so I've also, <laughs> this morning, also had another one. Um, and it was kind of off of what Pastor Kathy was saying about how there's... Before we get to oh. the second one, okay. I want to give an understanding of the vision that just was spoken. Number one, you guys can truly see it, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lock. And God is trying to unlock the things unto us. And he's literally saying that every single one of us is connected with one another. So everybody has to be in place. So nobody can be out of place. So Lance has to be in his place. Alana has to be in her place. Cinnamon has to be in her place. Regina, you have to be in your place. Uh, you know you have to be in your place, <laughs> Brian. And Usha, you have to be in your place. We can't be in a position to where we want a portion of God. You know, Usha, I'm not calling you out, but a lot of times you come from worship and then you vanish. But if you're not locked, we're not locked. If we're not all in sync, then we can't go forward. Nobody's hidden. Nobody's in a place to whereby God doesn't want to use. Even you have to be in place. Because even in that place, you know, I know Douglas is called into that place of worship. You know, my mind slips your name. But I remember last week as Douglas was in worship, I said, oh my God, call your friend because he's missing. He's supposed to be here. He called me. Okay. I didn't call him. He called me for a ride, offered me 10 bucks, and I said, it just came out of my mouth. No, I ain't taking 10 bucks. I'll keep coming to church. Yes, but the Lord showed me last week, you're sitting here. Okay, so exactly, you're sitting here. And so in that place, I even reminded, I don't even know if I told you, Douglas, but I told somebody, but it was like, Lord called and called you forward. So in that place, we all have to be in sync. And so she's literally saying that we turn into a key. Do you get it? All of us come together collectively and, and if you really look at it, we're all touching that key together. We're touching Christ and we become the key to unlock what we've been desiring to get into and that is that greater atmosphere where God is. Second okay. one. Okay. Uh, so the second one, um, it, it went off to kind of what Pastor Kathy was talking about. And I, I, <laughs> I, I like to live in a world where things are bright and shiny. Um, but when I looked, it's like there's this darkness that is surrounding God's people. 
and it's like it's this cloud and it's thick and it's murky and it's kind of like this dark dark fog and it's starting to penetrate but these gifts these gifts turn into like in, in the people of God that are walking with God they start to flicker it's like this flickering light and then each each person that flickers, it turns on more and more flickering. And so this darkness that's surrounding, that's starting to penetrate, like the, the stronger that we become, the more everyone else's lights start to flicker too. I, I, I love, so you guys understand, you gotta get in place. So she just gave you what, what death is. Since I've been in this the house today, God keeps making me look at how quality faith ministry. He keeps making me focus on the sign. And every time I try to get away from it, he literally said, you need to look at it. And, 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 and what he wanted me to look at it, but to call it out to you guys. He said, top. He said, you're not on the bottom. You're not in the middle, but you're on the top. And then he said, the quality that's in you is not on the middle, not on the bottom, or is not something of a less quality. He said it is supreme. And then he said faith. He said your faith doesn't reside in any other place than the top. And the quality of your faith is on top. And he said and in this room is ministries. But you guys keep looking at minister. And he said, but there's a host of you that are in this room. Yes. He said, for your leader has activated hers. And, and, and you know, I love how God's way of getting you guys to see each other. He brings somebody in from left field out of nowhere, raises them up. And she's in your territory. And I hate at work when God brings somebody in my territory and I ain't doing my job. Oh, it upsets me. And so Shannon is in our territory out of nowhere and she's bringing forth correction to us. Yes. You've been sitting too long. You need to get up and do something. Because that's what really that represents. That's just like, ouch, ouch, okay? Because somebody came out of left field when you already know better. And now it's literally tapping you and saying, where are you? Wake up, exactly. Where are you? Wake up. Young and old. Young and old. Young and old. Where are you waking up? But these are elders. These are people who are older. God. And no matter about age, God don't look in this room and say, oh, he's 50, she's 60, she's 70, or whatever the case may be. He looks at all of us. And so at home, you may not have a voice, but in here, you've got a full voice. Okay? We offer that platform. In this room, you have a full voice. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. You're not capped when you come in here. If God is giving you something to say, you say it. Well, you got somebody that walked in out of nowhere. 
Wow. And all of us know that, right? Because we all sit here looking like, ah, okay, get in alignment. That's what that's telling us. Get in alignment. And, and, and the, the beauty again with, with how the Lord, the loving God, because He caused the Gentiles to know Jesus so that the Israelite can come to know in alignment with God. So similar, Shannon, you're used to for us to be in alignment to the love of the Lord that's in us and in activating. Alright. And um, I'm gonna end with the uh, YouTube and the thing and then uh, there is uh, a prayer that I'm gonna lead you guys in. So those that and in, in Instagram on YouTube. Can I say one thing? One thing I didn't share with you guys, when he was at the door, he was invited in. So we already know that he was invited in because she said she seen him standing. Well, when he came in, where Paul was sitting, he was sitting in that chair where Paul was sitting. Paul see it now. And then, for some reason or another, I asked a simple question. I don't know why I asked this question. I said, did you come alone? And he said, no. And then I seen a host of angels that came in here with him. He did not come in here alone. He came with a host of angels. And these angels are here and ready. In that place where you're needing help, he's saying, I'm here. In that place where you need his support to get to the place that you're desiring, he's here. He's here. All you have to do is surrender in the place where you're at. It's not about Billy giving the message, even online. It's not about Billy giving the message. It's about wherever you at. It's surrender to the Lord and allow him to do what he needs to do. Billy. Um, another uh, gift that the Lord is putting me or in my heart a lot is the, I don't know how to say it, but the ushering people to the throne of the Lord. And um, with that, I'm gonna finish the YouTube and the recording and then I'm gonna also lead you guys to the throne of the Lord. And then as you come to the Lord, I will call out what, what you can do, okay? But to those that watching us on YouTube and Instagram, I'm gonna speak that if you have not known Jesus and the activation of the gift, this is the invitation for y'all to come to know Jesus as easy as receiving Him into your heart, accepting Him as your personal Savior. Say, Jesus, I invite you to come in my heart and then the whole, and ask for the Holy Spirit to also reside in you. And then, and then um, we will be back next week. And then for those that want prayer, um, there is no prayer line right now, but there will be something going on for you. So thank you for watching. And yes, and you're ending. All right. Get there for everybody that's in a seat. Can you pick up your chair and put it over against the wall? And in that place, let's go ahead and be moved into a place of worship.
be before I start this invitation, can I have, can I know your name, sir, with the blue? Jim. Jim. Do you receive Holy Spirit before? Have you received the Holy Spirit? Would you like to have Holy Spirit? We extend the invitation right now. All right. Can somebody want to activate their gift and lead Jim to the Holy Spirit? Anybody? If not, I'll go. All right. Just a second, guys. Let me, uh, I will pray a little bit, but I need somebody to help Jim. What happened, Jim, is because I'm going to start speaking a prayer. And only that, um, gonna in, there's some instruction. God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry. We pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.